Right. And, you know, he's the boss, so he can, like, have someone take his socks off of him. Right. And no one complains. It's sweltering hot. It's like, I'm going to take walk around with my bare feet. Okay, here is Bodyguard. She is just a psychopath. But it's funny. She has a dynamic with them. They, like, have a... It's almost like they have a relationship the way they go at each... Uh, I don't know. They do little digs on each other, but they're not completely mean-spirited. So it's enjoyable, right? It's yeah, no, I listen again. They get paid. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. And they're brother and sister? That's gross. No, they're not brother and sister. Okay, so what we're learning now is Gabriel's getting those diamonds. That's it. He's fucking getting those diamonds. And he knows that Modesty Blaze is going to, like, protect him. That's kind of the thing I don't understand about the film. A lot of it I don't understand. Like, they Modesty know, right? has the diamonds to start with, but it's sold like she's going to ensure their safe passage. They're on this ship called the Tybora. They're never even with her. I just don't understand it. But somehow she protects them. She has to steal them. You'll see. Here's a dumb joke. You see his big glass, and then right. his financial guy gets this little glass. Ha, ha, ha. Maybe it's an <clears throat> aphrodite. Yeah. Brandy. Later on, inexplicably, there will be a goldfish in Gabriel's glass. Oh, no. I didn't even realize he was in there. That mime, yeah. I didn't know he was tied up in there. Yeah, see. Okay. We're going to have a mime death now. And I'm not sure if it's funny. Yeah. It's a gold mime of humor, don't you think? Oh, that mime was a gold mime. Oh. <laughs> oh, Neo mime. Oh, Neo mime. So now we're going to see... Um... Look, I don't want to just, like, insult a whole group of people. I just never felt like mimes have a... Well, you know, there's always been the best of mimes and the worst of mimes. Okay, I'm ready now. You ready for some good vibes? Best of mimes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have... Oh, he sees that it's perilous. Ha, ha, ha. That'd be funny if I fell. Please don't. Please don't. He's like Jim Carrey and, and that Andy Kaufman movie. Still in character. Okay, so you, did you miss my mimes have don't have sound judgment joke? If you said it right now, no. <laughs> oh, the mime's gone. Now it's obviously a dummy. You're gonna see when it goes over continuity wise. It's that's not the right word, but it's obviously a dummy. Now right. Gabriel is amused, entertained. He's intrigued. He's watching this kill. But there's nothing creepy about it. Uh, okay. He's like admiring. They're not boyfriend. Look how thin she is that her rib is. Open. Yeah. They're not. Now watch this. Oh, I'm mind choked. You see what Gabriel did just then? Yeah, it's he the cheered. the lightest bit of engagement. He's not overly amused. He's not. He's just. 
smart guy. He's just drinking it in. <laughs> He's mime choked. I can't believe the mime like stuck his head. All right, here we go. Real mime uh, being tossed down the cliff. Dummy. You know, they, they had to prep the uh, dummy. You could do it. You're no dummy, man. You could do it. <laughs> now, what do you want me to do with the body now that I threw the dummy? Now the fish shows up and McWhorter's confused. We get a joke. He never really drinks from it. Okay, now, you see, there's the mime. There's right. Nicole, and there's Taco. Taco is that illusionist, okay? So Taco is working for Gabriel, and Nicole, therefore, is working for Gabriel. She's like the assistant. But Nicole is the lover of Willie, who we saw earlier. Yes. I'll have to remind you when we get there. No, I remember him. He lives in that boat over there. Come on. Hardly. 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 Oh, he's in the ferry? So later, the mime that you saw on the poster, like uh -huh. in another scene, will be struck it out. It'll be like crossed out. They cross his eyes out with the Lexus. <laughs> right. No, they just like he's doesn't show up anymore. They they like struck him. So they're in Amsterdam, not England. And now we're going to have a long ass segment in Amsterdam. Um it's all about trying to get close to Gabriel, which I don't understand for the plot, Mike, because Gabriel doesn't have the diamond. Right. So, and, and also the movie's called Modesty Blaze, right? Oh, there so, she is, finally. What do you mean, finally? I, I've been spending like 15 minutes like at the sausage factory uh, party. That's her press photo when she was a model in Italy. Oh. Uh, uh, is this uh, pleasure or business? It's always pleasurable business, darling. Uh, I work in the cornflakes industry. Now, oh. like, when you watch this movie, you like her. Right. She's, like... Now, the guy who wrote this comic strip was Peter O'Toole. O'Toole? What? Wait, I'm saying double. Peter uh, O'Toole. A double vision. No, no, not, not. I'm wrong about that. Guy. It's um, Peter O'Donnell. O'Donnell and disagreed and he, okay he wrote this script thinking he was scripting his comic strip and he gave it to the director and the director's like oh, 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 and gets other people to write it you know I heard the commentary track on the DVD that's it oh, 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 oh. so so then Peter O'Donnell goes and novelizes his script makes it a um, Modesty Blaze novel, and it does great. It sells great. So was this with the blessing of the creator, or he just... Well, he was the... Oh, this? Yeah, they did, like, some contractor deal. I mean, blessing, like, he doesn't like it, but, yeah, it's so you all illusion. In Pulp Fiction, John Travolta is reading Modesty Blaze on the toilet when he yeah. gets shot by Bruce Willis. So he's reading the novelization of the screenplay of this movie? Yes, he is reading the novelization of the screenplay of this movie. You see, Quentin Tarantino announced he was going to direct a readaptation of Modesty Blaze in the 90s, but it didn't happen. 
And then, yeah, like you said, he was reading it in Pulp Fiction, which was 94. Tarantino's, like, all in his own little... Yeah. All, like... Well, I knew that Mossy Blades was a comic strip, and then I knew there was a novel, but I didn't realize... And I knew there was a movie, but I didn't realize the novel was a novelization of the movie. Right. Which makes a little more sense for why it appeared. Yeah, you're not going to use my script? Well, it's a fucking great script, so I'm going to make it into a novel. There's the Tiberia. That's where the diamonds are. Does modesty know that? It's not clear. Is he trying to, like, get, draw out the enemy or something? Like, yeah, he's... that's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, the canal. motherfucker is going to put a fucking bomb. In the water of Amsterdam. Oh, that's so banal. Uh, canal. That's so canal. Okay, because oh, he yeah. wants to kill Modesty. Now he works for Gabriel. Well, you know what movie we should look for is Amsterdam, the the horror movie. Amsterdam. We rarely do horror movies. That'd be fun. We did yeah. House. House four. And we've done plenty of eighties movies, so that'd be easy. Modesty sees the bomb. Or right. cheap. But she look, said it's the bomb. It got flipped out of it's why it's Willie. There is Sam. Saved her life. Oh, what a coincidence. I would be peeing in my pants. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now, when they get off the ship, she goes, Sorry about the explosion, ma'am. It doesn't happen every day. And Modesty's like, I don't come here every day. Oh, she said, did you hear that bomb? Is, oh, Mossy Blaze 2? Yes. <laughs> Good one, Mark. Uh, by the way, I'm wrong. It's not a British accent at all. It's Right. But she's just been passed a secret note. Harlem Strack. The great oh. Paco Nicole and <laughs> he is crossed out. Yeah, right. Well, the mime is no more. Was there a movie where there was a good, like, they didn't piss on the mime? No. No, every time the mime appears in a film, he, he gets shit on. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, don't stick up for mime rights, Mike. Okay. Like, Shakes the Clown is Robin Williams plays the mime. Better role. Now, Sir Gilbert, no, Sir Gerald says, you did tell modesty about pressing, um, Door, you know, doorbells in Amsterdam, didn't you? Because remember, their last guy blew up. But Modesty's right. too smart for that. She's just picked the wrong. She knocked on the door. Hey, you in? I don't want to ring the bell. I don't Modesty. like your, I don't like your door. Don't knock my door. Yeah, don't knock my door. It's been around. Your door. Oh, I got Don't knock. <laughs> my door. Oh, here, I got another door joke for you. Okay. When is a door not a door? Door? The cops break your door down. Then it is a door. It's a portal through which they are traversing. Oh, damn it. I and never got that a jar joke. I was like, what do you mean it's a, a jar? What is a jar? 
What is a jar? I don't get it. Why would there be a jar? Yeah, what a weird word. Like, it's old English or something, because it's uh, like... A not jarable. Like article. It, the door is a jar. Like, I think a means a means two in many languages. Yeah, some Latin stuff. Okay, so she snuck in... Right. ...to the... It's for her. Yes, the apartment of Hagen. Hey. Hagen one... is an old time spy, former, like, I don't know, lover of hers. Oh, that must be their dolls. So this shows that she still remembers Modesty. Oh, Modesty has a blonde. Yeah, you know, O'Donnell didn't like that at all. She's both blonde and brunette. She's brunette in the comic, and that's the, it's part of her look, you know? Right. Well, absolutely, because it's all about the uh, those comics, right? You know, the yeah. two-tone, the duotone. And, like, right. The shading. Yeah. Now, don't you see Barbara Streisand in her? Like, imagine if Barbara Streisand was pretty. <laughs> and, and carrying a gun. <laughs> Attacking heat. Did you have protection, Austin? Of course. I had my Walter P. 39. Right, there's a cross across the my mouth. Right. Ah, illusionist. Taking orders from Gabriel. Ballsy. That's pretty ballsy. Wait, what? Carl Cretutis. Thank you, cameraman. Cameron's last day. Her name is Clee. She's it's Amsterdam. Her name is Clee. This is her for Cleavage. Cleavage. Yeah. Her name is Cleavage. Here we have no Cleavage. Oh, what a weird bar. Now there sitting at the table is Willie. And he, you might look at his face and see Dodd. Sure. I Superman. See. Yeah, and the Limey. But I love young Terrence Stamp. Wait. Yeah, he was in a movie we saw. Yeah, that's true. He he, we did get the stamp in there. No, but where did we saw him in another LWAFL MOYT film, didn't we? Yeah, Carl, we've done like three hundred movies. <laughs> okay, okay. There he is. Look at him. See, yeah. sod. Well, he did a lot of, a lot of famous movies in the sixties uh, in British yeah. cinema. Yep. He's like the angry young man. That's Nicole, and Nicole is a former lover of Dodd. Willie, I should say. Now, I have a question. How did he get out of the Phantom Zone? Right. Remember he was in that, like, uh, record album? Yeah, I had I had that in my house. I had a lead in my apartment. I had a copy of it. Like, shut up. Because it kept spinning around, like, ah. <laughs> ah. I had Zod on Laserdisc. Oh, you did? Right. You'd have to flip it over and be like, uh, continued from side two. Uh, it's so neat how Laserdisc was, C, you know, CDs were Laserdisc. It was crazy because at a certain point you had to like flip the record over. Right. Yeah. Todd is. Well, that Abacostello, so it's like eight movies per box set. It's two double sided DVDs. So, you know, where I, are uh, you in it? Well, I started, I had no idea because there was no labeling which <laughs> what I'm watching. 
but so I fortunately started with their first movie, uh, Night in the Tropics. Wow, you started way back. Look yes. how you just marked the egg. It won't pay off. Because Nicole, meet me at such and such. Oh, look at this money. Watch what this guy does. Watch what this frog does. Boom! Why? 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 Was he like the last? He was the fourth pick for the Vime replacement. <laughs> they, oh, nope. look at this. See the comic. Now, look how it's like. It's in the magazine. It was the sun or something, and it was shaped. It wasn't like our newspapers. It was a tabloid thing, but right. smaller. So, do you think it was like that? Like, you know, I mentioned the spirit. The spirit was a newspaper insert every Sunday. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't have like a traditional shape, I guess. Right. It was not a comic book. It was a comic strip. And the books you read of the spirit are reprints of the comic strip. Right. But it was, it was a comic book. It was just put in as a Sunday supplement. Yes. Oh. Damn it. I thought that drawer was a drawer. It was a jar. <laughs> yeah. Now, Paul Hagen is attacking whoever is dating. <laughs> The roly poly flips. I mean, O'Donnell hated that stuff. Well, I mean, that's kind of fun, right? Well, no, you know, it is, but you have a vision of something, and then some other guy comes along and just, you know. Well, honestly, if the, the producer's next movie was Casino uh, Royale, then I get it. No, it was the cinematographer. That guy's just no. got to work. That guy's right. Right. Put yeah. Head on the table. Yeah. Got a gig. What you doing? I got a cine. You want me to film this piece of crap? Fine. 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 Give me the money. So now, look, she's in her comic book garb right now. Well, right, she's a brunette. Yep, she's in the comic book right now. So she was a blonde a second ago. You see how quirky that is? Doesn't make much sense. Right, and one time it's going to happen in person. Her hair will poof. Now, is it is it a wig? I don't know the answer. What happened to the? You know, I heard the missing human hair. The police are combing the area. Combing, oh, not writing that down. No, that's that's a good. I think I've heard that before. In the elementary school, I got you covered. Rug told the floor. Got you. Got you covered. Combing the area. Who turned out the? If you didn't turn out the lights, who turned out the lights? And they think there's another attacker. Then they find out it. We got to mend the fuse. We did, right? The British Conair uh, Con Ed, right? It was BBC Ed. <laughs> they forgot to pay their television tax. Now look how he doesn't kiss. Look how he he doesn't caresses. Well, now they were boyfriend and girlfriend. He goes. Were you always deceiving me? Do you think I can fool my own heart? He goes, very likely, <laughs> modesty. Modesty. So, now, this is another thing I don't understand about the movie. Oh, before I go into that. Yeah. We're going to have a bit in which she's like, oh, you know, she consents to, but he cannot open her outfit. He cannot, there's no zipper, there's no... Just a gun holster? Right. And he goes, 
He's going, well, look, you know, there must be something. He's like, how did you get in it? There's Nicole going home. Right. Okay, what I was going to say is that I don't understand. What she's going to do is she's going to go to Paul Hagen, and she's going to extract the information of where the diamonds are. Why? It doesn't make sense to the plot. He was hired by the English to protect them, but she doesn't even know where they are. Weird. Maybe, maybe they were already stolen because they didn't. I've seen this. This is the fourth time I'm watching this film. I, they I'm did so not sorry. Say that in the beginning. Look at this. He's chowing down. Yep. The original stack core. Really reminds me of Barbara Streisand. Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden. No, who who played Ninety Nine? Oh, well, that's not. She doesn't remind me of Ninety Nine either. I don't no. remember her name. I liked her. Ninety Nine Restaurant, not the Agent Ninety Nine. Oh, I don't oh, know who played Ninety Nine Restaurant. Yeah, I wonder if it's raining outside. Now Zod is trying to extract from Nicole who does the illusionist work for. Oh, right, Gerald. Gerald. No, yes, Gerald. No, Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Sir Gerald is our the head of the spies. The Sir English. Jerry. Yeah. Sir Jerry. That's right, at parties. They call him Sir Jerry. Now, look. Yeah, they're off. fake. Gabriel's talk. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm that is actually a radio, and... Gabriel will talk to the illusionist through it, Paco. Great. Oh, look at her tattoo, man. Now, now, throughout the film, her tattoo will disappear and reappear. And, uh, like, the internet wants to tell me it's a continuity error. The thing is, this film is so... Stupid. Continuity-less. They did it on purpose, you're saying. I, I, okay, I'm saying it's possible. It is possible. Now, what's interesting about this director is less his films and more his history as a pinko communist who had to, you know, the House on American. Oh, wow. They were after him. He joined the Communist Party. And I don't, I'm not saying that's bad or something, you know, but back then that was like verboten. And he well, had to they, they pinpointed a lot of people, right? So if you join the party, they're going to pinpoint you. So when Rupert Murdoch bought RKO, he did this test to weed out the commies. He went to every single director and offered them the picture, I married a communist. And if they declined, Howard Hughes said, that guy's a commie. Right. I, I did, that's how I got my job at IBM. At Salesforce, <laughs> I had it like, they said, will you watch I married a commie? And I go, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Will, will you direct? I see. Yeah, I'll direct that. I'll direct it. <laughs> okay, now they know where modesty is, and Gabriel's men have broken in. Why? Why do they want to kill modesty? I don't get it. Oh, uh -oh. oh boy! Hello, boys. You know the Brits; they don't take showers. Uh, just bubble bath. Yeah. Okay, turn it up because he's going to talk to Gabriel over a bird.
thank God I've been wearing these 3D glasses. That, those cards were coming <laughs> at me. So they've tied up Hagen and they've tied up um, Blaze. Modesty, Blaze. And, and they're making her call Willie, her spy friend. Right, Terrence. Over there. I don't understand why. I, I think oh. I've either failed the audience. The first time I ever saw this film, I was absolutely confused as to what the plot was. It involved the diamonds, and every single player wanted to get them. I have heard of this film, right? I knew it was based on the comic. I had no idea about this. But then I saw the novel. I said, that's weird. It must be like James Bond does different mediums. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like the Phantom or but uh, I I saw a couple like, seconds. I mean, this is what they would put on like MGM, the the cables network, where they'd show MGM movies. Tonight, starring Zod. Zod double feature. It's Casino Royale and the other film he did. What film did we see Zod in? Was he old Zod? Like there's different. Young faces. Zod. He was young Zod. So it was British, right? Was it? Uh, it could have been that Mick Jagger film, but something tells me no. But it was. It was, was it the Scavenger song. Hunt movie? Uh, no. That was, yeah, I remember that. That was good. Okay, it, Nicole's jealous. Basically, they made Modesty call up and say, Come right now, come over, you know, and that's what he's off to do. And found out that Nicole is work, you know, that the illusionist works for Gabriel. So now they know Nicole is a traitor. So Nicole is, well, actually, it doesn't happen yet. I'll... What, what, the over-the-top death? Are you going to, are they going to find her body? And his body just have... stab her. Okay, so Zod <laughs> is taking this boat. I guess he owns a boat all of a sudden. Right, and... it must be expensive in there. Like yeah. parking alone. <laughs> Your sea meter's over, sir. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Hey, Why you call for, boat, but call for a taxi boat, lady? I guess to Amsterdam. Okay, so here's Sir Gerald. And mm -hmm. they're going to somehow together go into the apartment and save Blaze and uh hagen now why why for what purpose of our plot why has gabriel got them captured why do they want willie to oh well later on gabriel will use willie to steal the diamonds so maybe they're after willie for that reason and that's what gabriel's up to okay fourth viewing and maybe i get the plot but he like he he's amused by it right he's like a jeff goldblumian villain yeah. Oh, and his accent is the worst English accent. It's like, I don't know if Cockney's a thing and that's it, but it sure sounds it to me. Later we can listen. Oh, yeah. I look forward to it. Oh, so we see the parasol and an umbrella in this movie. I'm really excited. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's Jim Neighbors. <laughs> All right. I, I, okay, so... Oh, you read Modesty Blazes. Uh, you see, he uh, gave him three minutes. He said three minutes. Like he's gonna go in, and then uh, Willie's gonna save the day. You'll see. Hello there. Good morning. 
He's stabbed yeah. by Willie. Right, Ooh, look at that. He has a gun in the umbrella. This, umbrella. These umbrellas are... Heads up. Ow. So they save Hagen. Modesty. And I guess Gabriel doesn't get Zod. His name's Willie. I should stop calling him Zod. But I'm not going to... No, but if, if you call him Zod, then I know who you're talking about. <laughs> if you said Willie, I'd be like, who? What? Willie Ames? Willie hears a whistle. No, Willie... Will you stop it with these knock knock jokes? Willie, 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 stop it! Willie, will he? Knock knock. Now who is there? Willie. Willie, who? Willie, knock it off with these knock knock jokes. I guess I don't know who the he is. You're right. I don't like your door. Don't knock my door. (laughs) Trip. Wow, he did a somersault trip. Right. It's so campy. And this whole film is like that. Later, we're going to see the worst night fight you ever saw in your life. That's like the worst apartment. Well, it's not going to. Well, I can't wait for the night fight. Okay, we're back on Gabriel's Fortress Island, finding out Nicole is a traitor. So, guess what? She will be killed. Is she going to be fed fed to a. No. Oh, right. Stab. They're just going to stab her. They might be doing the um, telegraph right now. That he's going to telegraph her dead. Let's listen for a second. Okay. All great to me. It's 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 Sicily, so oh, that looks really refreshing right now. There's this running gag in which he refuses food, like they give it to him Gabriel, at least, and he goes, "Is this egg fertilized? Take it away." He'll do that throughout the film. They'll bring him something, and then McWhorter, the the money man, will um, I'm editing this. Then the money man will always eat uh, Gabriel's rejected food. Later in the film, he'll order a plane to be shot down. Then he'll lament the fact. I'm sure he had a children and a wife. You know, why can't right. pilots be bachelors? He's, he's like, here, man. <laughs> He'll do it, but he doesn't like it. Oh, the pressure of being an evil criminal. He seems pretty cool, Dirk Beauregard. The villain. What's his name? Dirk something? Oh, no. His, his, his name's Gabriel. Oh, right. Dirk right, Beauregard. of course. There is a guy named Dirk in this. Uh, yeah, who is an he? An actor. No, no, no. no. An oh, look, actor. there's E.T. Oh, no, that's this dolls. Chucky, okay. don't do it, Chucky. You got a whole life to live. Yeah, don't jump. There's so many people to kill, Chucky. Don't do it. Don't do it, Chucky. You'll just fall on the ground and get your step yourself right okay. back up. Gabriel's real life name is Dirk Beauregard. How'd you know that? Because uh, I saw the credits. Oh, okay. okay. Well, the name rings a bell, or at least it, it, it he'll does. make 
This is the fourth movie of five he'll make with this director, Joseph. Let me tell you about this guy, right? Sure. Okay, uh, born in Wisconsin, boring. He studied in Germany with Bertolt Brecht. He was blacklisted in Hollywood in the 50s, moved to Europe where he made the rest of his films, like mostly in the UK. He always worked with this writer named Harold Pinter, um, who punched up this script, by the way, at his request. Um, he was a major figure in the New York theater before he went to, started doing movies in Hollywood. Visited the Soviet Union for seven months in 35, studied the Russian stage, met Bertolt Brecht and composer Hans Eisler, who were visiting in Moscow at the time. And these guys are communists, right? Well, those are like class act commies. Yeah, it's class act, all right. He served in World War II. I'm not sure on whose side, the Russians. Um, he was li- Bertolt Brecht was living in exile in Los Angeles. He accompanied him to Washington, D.C. for Brecht's appearance before the House Un-American Activities Committee. He maintained contacts in the 30s and 40s with the communist radicals, leftists. He had long, okay, he wrote to the Immigration and Naturalization Service in support of Hans Eisler, the known communist with radical associations. He worked for the Federal Theater Project. House and American Committees didn't like that. Turn up the music, it's sound for a minute. There's this music that's sickly. There's no Nicole gets it, just now. This Bill, is like music public. for the whole segment, it's awful. It's public domain circus music. When it starts to rain and they stop the music and you're like, oh, thank God. Thank God the rain came to watch this music off of earth. Nicole's dead. They're too late. Oh, well. Let's sing a eulogy. <laughs> now a moment of silence. Silent. Shut up! The monkey wrapped his tail around the flagpole. Show his asshole to the crowd. Da, 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 da. Uh, the monkey wrapped his tail around the flagpole. Everybody! Oh, I hate that. Like when you're trying to chase someone and you bonk into somebody. It happens all the time. Okay. Ooh, look at that cut. Uh, his first wife, Elizabeth Hawes, worked for a wide range of communists and anti-communist liberals at the radical newspaper PM. The FBI maintained dossiers on both of them and charged Lucy as a Stalinist. So in 46, he joins the Communist Party. He's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's just like Fred Flintstone. Okay, this is the stupidest night fight ever. Nobody's in jeopardy. Nothing's happening. Is that a priest? It's all a costume. Gabriel's neck. But look at this. They're just... Yeah. It, it, there isn't even a... Whoa! I'm pretending I'm dodging something. Nobody's doing anything. When was the last time you were in a knife fight? Friday? Friday, I think. Friday, okay. That's Scotty. The oh, bouncer very... didn't make it, so I they were like, Gene was like, can you not do comedy tonight? Can you be the bouncer? And I was like, fucking shit. Okay, damn it. And I got into a knife fight. There's a rumble in Springfield tonight. Yeah. Willie. Really? The new guy's got a nickname, Swiss Cheese. 
Hey, Swiss. Now look, turn hey, the sound on. Oh, it's even too late. Then uh, the sickly music's playing. Then it starts raining, and everyone shuts down and turns. Right, it the up. music finally shuts it down. Okay, now here is a plane, and right. again, I'm confused about the plot. They will fly this plane, and it will be a decoy for Gabriel to shoot it down. So they'll think that they fooled Gabriel. But meanwhile, Gabriel's over there going, they think I've fallen for their bait, and they shoot it down. I don't understand how it fits into the plot. Are the diamonds on board? I'm saying, you think modesty will steal those empty boxes? That's right. Why it's like we... that Mission Impossible used to be like that. They would always like do these set pieces that have very little to do with the movie or the story. Yeah, it was like, we're doing television, we're spies. That yeah. was a very good show. I did. I, you know what? <clears throat> I had a copy on VHS, and... Uh, self-destructed after six months. Oh, yeah. You put it in, and it said, good morning, Mr. Phelps. And you said, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm Mike. Mike. Dear Mission, should you excuse it? Say, I, I, I can get it to Phelps. I'll, listen, I'll take the tape to Phelps. This will just self-destruct. No, I got to no. take it to Phelps. Who works at Blockbuster? Be kind. Don't self-destruct. Wow, look at this, man. At this point, like, I'd be so angry being in the house like what am i watching computer graphics yeah this is some dry humor he's like do you ski no why do you ski he goes no then when they cut back to them later he goes do you skate they don't give him a look now i don't understand it like they're monitoring from the ground and they sort of know that gabriel's gonna blow it up and you know but here's gabriel on the other side ready to blow up the plane so that they think he, I don't understand the plot. Yeah, I don't really think it makes any sense, and it's not based on the actual strip. Well, it's based on just the, the plot alone. If it, even if it was its own standalone film, the plot doesn't make sense, or I don't get it. But but what you're saying is a different sentiment, though, right? This right. doesn't like uh, pay homage to the comic strip the way it should. I mean, you just boil it down to like. What do I like about the comic, and what would I see in the theater? Right. And, you know, a lot of times they'll change stuff, and you go, I got it. It's a movie. It's different, you know? Okay, nope. if you – I checked out a little bit of the comics, and if you were watching a movie really of the comics, you'd see back alleys. You'd see modesty getting an assignment and, like, oftentimes infiltrating a situation. She'll break into a building or a ship or something like that in wow. her, like, God. And then she'll change into someone who socializes in the – so infiltrate. None of this happens. Okay, right now he's okay. Turn it on. Right now he's excited that he's going to kill somebody. He's going to press the button. He's going to give the order. She's seen your act. Okay. Now you can turn the sound off. And then later, when he laments what he just did, I want you to turn the sound back. All right, get back in there. Do you use skate? It gives him a glance. Now look at this. The rocket won't hit the ship. It'll shoot a laser. 
Okay, there we go. Pew. It's fine you turned it up, but you turned it up a little early. Early. And he's like, well, they're dead. See, this doesn't make sense. They know they've killed their own men for Gabriel's ruse. They never had a chance to ski or, or skate. We'll see this every now and then. We're in Gabriel's castle, and this guy's freaking out on the beach. Okay, right. here it's, it is. Here it is. Here it's it is. done organically. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, it's over. Okay. Wow. I bet they were fathers and they're gonna hook up. Yes, they're gonna hook up, and he doesn't like it. But at the same time, he's not really jealous. He's like, okay. Here's another weird thing, right? I want you to notice that they drink out of the same bottle, okay? And I'll get there, right? Now, what's happening here is. found out that I don't know she found out before that it's Gabriel and the the diamonds are on this ship called the um love boat it called the Tiboria and like she's got all the information she needs out of this guy Haywood okay but why is she spying on her the people who hired her I don't get it so you see he's pouring the champagne from the same glass now, Same bottle. You know that old gag, one of the goblets is poisoned? Right. Okay, but you saw they did it from the same glass, the same bottle, right? Well, what about the glasses, though? Did he pull a special glass out? Oh, see? They just don't trust each other. But they're having a blast doing it, like it's a big joke. Did he really poison her? I'll find out in a second. Out. Two, three, four. Boy, the room seems kind of... I'm getting dizzy. Now, look how much he's drinking. So he knows. Now, we saw it come out of the same bottle, did we not? Yeah, we did, Carl. You, you pointed that out. So, I'm sorry. So now she is going to be like, let's do it. Go to bed. Now, sometimes I get a James Bond off of this guy on the side. When he turns to the side, you see James Bond. You see uh, Roger, um, you see Sean Connery. Oh, all right. Sometimes when he turns to the side, he, he almost did it. Now, look, for some reason, he got the Mickey slipped in his drink. But did you see the drink source? It was... now, wh now, why? Like, is he going to ask, ask for information? No, she's already got her information. She's going to disappear, and she's going to leave behind a note that says, um, like, now I know I can't trust you. It's been fun. I don't know. I don't get it. 
Now here's her Chinese butler, according to the internet, from the beginning of the film. And his next part is he will put them on a plane. And I guess they're going to this Tiberius. Now she knows where the diamonds are. No, he's important because nobody would be able to open the door to the plane. Right. If they want to get into the plane, they need a Chinese butler, a manservant. To open and close a plane, private jet. Yeah, we at my work, uh, downtown at my work, we have a mail server. We have our own mail server. Yeah, and he's Chinese. You have a Chinese mail server? Yeah. Now this is going to be like, wake up, you blithering idiot. He knows everything now. Wait, so are they double-crossing? It's always a double-cross when it comes to secret agents. Now, I don't think we'll see Sean Connery profile because he's pointing the wrong way. This way, he doesn't look like Sean Connery. Other way. Gotcha. Now he looks about he look, face. He looks like George Lazenby this way. Do a 180. Okay, here they are flying, and for some reason, Todd knows how to fly a plane. I guess he just that was his spy training. Right. Why would he know well, how to fly a plane? He's super cool, Willie. Yeah, Willie is super cool. Ah, there's the Tiboria. Here's something I learned, being trapped and being clipped in the Phantom Zone. Whee! Huh? Huh? Look at it. You, what did you call that mini umbrella? That's like a parasol, right? Parasol. I was, go, I was thinking Paratif. I was Paris. thinking Parawinkle. It's a parasol, not you sail. Can, you can get away with shielding yourself from the sun by having a parasol. Okay. You look crazy otherwise. I would never parasail. That's I, my age going up there like that. I'd be so scared. Parasail. But his has a gun in it, like gas or whatever. He's like the penguin. <laughs> no, he's not really that kind of super villain. He's just rich and he has he has taste and he has class and he's he's a decent guy. He's surrounded by boobs. Right. She's so pretty, and she does a yeah. job in this film, but her accent's a little hard to take. Why don't you listen? All right, a little, a little bit. It might be over, actually. Yeah, it's over. Now, look, he tastes the sugar and goes, okay, it's fine for the boss. That is some good sugar. <laughs> what's now, the, what's a, uh, oh, there's the chef. Yeah, he's all expectant. He's not going to kill the chef right after eating it. This egg, perchance, wouldn't be fertilized, would it? Take it away. Have the chef killed. No, see, you'd never do that. Wouldn't be fair. Wouldn't be nice. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico where Johnny Depp is a uh, FBI agent who kills the chef after ordering his favorite meal? He's like, it's so good. No one must have it. Ever eat it. Okay, once upon a time in Mexico, a great in movie. Mexico. I will check it out. Yeah, all you got to do is turn on Netflix, and they'll be like, "Hey, we still have this movie." Johnny Depp. All right, I'll check it out. Okay, 
Nope. It up because I forget what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's talking. He's talking to the bodyguard psychopath, and it's not clear in the right now. He's like that one. No, that one. Decisions, decisions. I'll have them both. So, for some reason, the the minions are getting trained how to scuba dive, and it's just not clear in the film at this point why she's having them do that or exactly what's going on. Later, that's how they get to the uh, Tiboria. Is, it is an island. I mean, how else are you going to get there? No, it's not an No, they take a boat there. They're going to sneak onto the Tiboria where the diamonds are. Oh, right, the boat the on Tiboria. Okay. Now, look, one of them won't make it, and she'll love it, and she'll dog tag or something these days. Oh, I know that expression. I learned that from Welcome Back, Carter. Hey, I'm going to eat the dog tag. Oh, look at that. Look at what she does. Here. I guess it's the salt water, the Mediterranean. Blood. Oh, got to put it in my drink. They don't even drink it. They're like so wacky. Oh, there she is. One quick sip. Oh, that was great. <laughs> well, oh, she's like a, you know, she's Delighting in the fact that one of her minions died. It was uh, the one that says banana. <laughs> banana. We should do that. We should watch that. Sure, sure. We'll find a free. Let's find a free copy of uh, Minions on YouTube. No, I'm. Oh, I thought you were doing banana. I thought you were doing. Um, oh, going bananas. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. But what do you eat? What do you put in your cereal in the morning with the milk? Banana. <laughs> I'm saying banana. I assure you, I'm not saying banana. What? Well, if you're not saying, and you're not saying, All right, we still we'll watch that movie again. Oh, look, there's Paramount. <laughs> the beginning of the uh, yeah, Paramount. Okay, so now, like once again, it's weird in the plot. They're going to now, for two seconds, have a musical. Let's listen. Look. Weird. Now he's got his really cockney accent. And she's got her Italian accent. In the middle of this film, we're having this weird thing. Is this like a British music hall type of performance? Turn it off. It is not a British music hall type of thing. They're singing about the fact that they've been spies together, but they're never boyfriend and girlfriend. Although they want to be. Oh, uh-huh. nice. A little musical interlude. Man. Okay, that's it. It's over. No more musicals for the rest of the... No more interludes. Well, there used to be musicals in the comp. Yeah, I mean, it's like a pop culture thing, you know? Like, they'll throw in a song. Now they're being chased. Typical back to the old spy biz. Yeah, that's right. 
they'll, dun, they'll dun, like dun, end dun, up dun. getting arrested, but they're spies, so they have spy gear. Oh right. So you know they'll be like license and registration, and they'll they'll take some time. They'll hand it to the cop. They'll say, "Oh, sorry, spy master Odyssey." <laughs> Odyssey, working for Her Majesty's Secret Service. Right. Yeah, you know sometimes like I don't know like when movies get meta and they're doing like a, a take on like an action film or whatever, it still needs to be grounded enough for me to give a shit. Yeah, and that wasn't. Yeah, she just littered. That was pretty good. I know. They sang him. She had that ice cream since the song. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't melted. Yeah. Okay, now... Oh, no, not yet. We don't yeah. see wacky hilarity here. I don't know why. I guess it must have really been a guy on the side of the road. Here, we they get captured. Oh, end of the line. But they say to each other... We've got secret smoke bombs. They're set for 10 minutes. Oh, they got the French cigarettes, too. Well, that's what they are, secret smoke bombs. Now, watch. Let's look for a profile in which we see Sean. There's no. Sean Connery. There he is. Yeah, he looks like Sean Connery. Cool. Oh. They kidnapped him and they gave cigarettes. Well, they're friends. But why are they kidnapping him? They hired her. Why are they kidnapping him? Don't, no, don't. I want to see Sean Connery in this bit. Sean Connery. Sean. Yeah. No, 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 nope. no. George no, no. Sean, He's not looking like it right now. It's like George cool. Picard. Hmm. Something weird happened there. He Maybe you have to be far away. All right. See Sean Connery. I do like this print on YouTube. It's not pixelated. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. Pretty good. You know, you got the, the fins in the back. Right, the you see the curtains. Yeah. The oh, the curtains. Please. Uh-oh. Modesty. Right, right. You'll hear that song over and over. And you'll hear it like Muzak versions of it. Right, which is, Jonathan was into Muzak, but David was like, no way. Now, look at the smoke coming out. No, Actually, they culture. just sang the song. It was written by the guy who did the music. The guy who did the music is Johnny Dankworth. He's an English jazz composer, saxonist, clarinist, wrote film scores. His wife, oh, who cares? Um, he, did, he did the songs for Salt and Pepper, which was a spy film in 68, Fathom in 67, and The Avengers, which were spies in 61. So why? Why was if we're gonna do a spy film? We gotta get that guy. Now they're calling for Gabriel. I don't know why. They're like, oh, I think he's forgotten us. Well, he's probably not around during this storm. Have you seen Salt and Pepper? It's Sammy Davis Jr. and I think Peter uh, Lawford. Whoa! No way. I saw Salt and Pepper. They were uh, black women. They were ugly. They were young. I've seen them today. They look prettier. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking? They show up in your. You'd be like, you'd be in the bathroom or the kitchen. And they'd be uh -huh. like, "Well, oh, and Peppa's here, dudes." Dude, 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 dude. Are there different, different tattoo? Uh, no, it's Not. just tattoo. But lots of times you won't see it on a film. But it was a snake before. Now it's like a, a landmark. Oh, did it change? I never Maybe. noticed. 
gorgeous outside. He gets a call, and it's, of all people, it's Gabriel. Oh, we still have an hour and a half left. I thought I would give you a call. So he's like, he he wants to declare a truce off. That falls right into Modesty's plan. He goes, oh, I see you. You know, they don't say it, but essentially sees her topless, right? So look at this joke. Draws the trace of like a blouse or something. And then he goes, much better. You know, I would be totally like, oh, there's a naked lady? Forget this view. (laughs) So now he's inviting her to breakfast. He goes, if you have champagne, if you have good champagne. He has all the electronics. Yes, he does. Radio Shack. It was British, so it'd be like BBC Radio Shack. Right. It's not Radio Shack. It's BBC Radio Shack. Nobody goes to BBC Four. No, BBC Four. Yeah, BBC Four has like wrestling, it's got midget throwing. It's got bagpipe exhibitions. Ugh. Oh, I love the bagpipes. Oh, I, I watch them all the time. I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> oh, above deck. Watch billiards, games of nine ball. <laughs> they would use those counters with the, you know, they take your stick and slide it over when you got a ball in. That's BBC Four. Nobody wants to. It's like ESPN 7. Okay, so now they're on board a party ship. Yeah, or I'll play the music. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? Why you gotta be so rude? Gonna bury her anyway. Bury that girl. Bury her anyway. No matter what you say. In my front yard. Okay, she's had you know, a wonderful breakfast. I'll have it all. I didn't do her accent right. Put her up. Put her up. There's modesty song again. It's a music. Oh, it's piped in on the boat. Yeah. The yacht. No, Jonathan and uh, David. And David. It's uh, is it David and Jonathan? I don't know. Now, this is the scene in which he goes, you know, I like you better as a brunette. And her hair goes, poof! And she's a brunette! <laughs> weird, this film, that, That's weird. The, the musical number, the tattoos, it's weird. I don't know, it's just a quirky film. Well, at least they have, oh, he's having beer for breakfast. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere in the middle. Now wait, turn it up. Let's hear the hair change. Oh. Oh, we missed it. Well, we didn't really. We were aware for it. I would, I'm telling you, I would have, if I was in the movie theater, I would ask for a refund. <laughs> they'll say, why? I'll say, her hair changed color. Did you see that fake plane? <laughs> the plane. What I am I watching?
I see the better Nickelodeon special effects. <laughs> It's morning with Gabriel. Turn it Come. up. Listen to it. She's very witty. Yeah, what a hard sell. Let her eat. Oh, Cool, All right, you can stop listening. It's just like we miss it because we don't listen. She's pretty. I mean, it's the script. It's not her. You know what I mean? But it's it's pretty sharp and pretty. You like her, you know? Okay, so she gets knocked out. Oh. We find right. out that the real plot is, for some reason, he thinks only Willie Zod can steal those diamonds. I don't know why, but that's what he thinks. And so he knocks her out to lure Willie and make the deal. If you don't steal the diamonds, we kill um, Modesty. Good. Oh, so there's a point to this. Yeah. So he's like, oh, sorry, darling. How's your head? Now look at the outfit she's in. How did she manage to change outfits? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At this That's point. right. It doesn't matter. That's what this <laughs> film is like. I mean, it's, it's like you're going from A to B with like the tropes and kidnap and this and that, but like you would watch one of those Ed Wood films that wasn't a big deal film. You just take other people's footage and put it together. And the hero would be wearing one thing. He'd walk into right. a scene yeah, and sure. wearing something. But this is on purpose. Look what they're doing right now. Knitting. Yeah. It's not knitting. It's it's like making a ball of... Sorry about your headache, darling. Anchors away. She's a good actress, you know. Like, doesn't respond and... It's Willie. Oh, no. The answer is yes, he would. Tell me, Lex Luthor, ruler of Australia. <laughs> what is the weakness of this Superman you speak of? Wasn't Zod, like, Zod shows up in other movies. Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me, but they're all, like, the big deal ones are in the 60s, but he goes on to be a, um, um, you, you'd notice his face aged, too. He's been right. in a lot of movies. Well, you know, I met the character Zod from Superman, because the next Superman movie, I think, had a Zod in it. Uh-huh. Like, he he hated Russell Crowe. He's like, fuck you, you fucking that narcissist sending your baby <laughs> in outer space. <laughs> Like, we don't know. Do you think, like, Krypton doesn't know that the TRL is sending his kid out of space? You guys are fucked. I'm going to send my kid out to right. a well, wow. planet where the... Yeah. You could even, like, set up, like, a Uber bus full of kids to send over. They're confiscating what they think would have, like, spy gadgets in it. Oh, good. 
Okay, so now we learn that's the deal. She is like kidnapped or whatever. They're gonna kill her if uh, they do if she doesn't have um, if he doesn't steal the diamonds. And I don't know. That's it. We're set up. He's gonna now start scuba diving. That's why they train the thugs. We find out. Oh right. Are they gonna be oh. like underwater fights? No. He. She looks, you know, she's modest, right? She's right. modesty. But modesty. The the psycho, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. She, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire will be fascinated with the tattoo. Um. Futhergill. Miss 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 Futhergill. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. I okay. forgot about that. Futhergill. Which one is it? Booth or Gill? Come on, make up your mind. You're going to have to read the book to find out more. Now, I don't get if they're finding spy gadgets or the joke is he's finding, like, lipstick in a compact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the lipstick is agreed. Has an initial to my late husband. Wow, nice pajamas. We'll keep her tools. You can give her these back. Yeah, it is nice pajamas. Now, turn it up. He laughs. He doesn't like it. He does not like it. Now, look at this kid. I couldn't find anything on the internet. Like, this is the son of the director or something right, like sure. that. There's no no, he's, just, he's a boat boy. Hangs out on the floor. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the boatedness. Okay, so they think that party ship, the one that Lex Luthor. Right. The one with with Dr. Evil on it. Um, they think Dr. Evil must be Gabriel, right? Right. So Gabriel invited her onto that party ship and then secretly snuck over to this other ship that has fruit and nuts, like a cargo ship. What's with that scary sailor behind him? Yeah. It's like an administrative office. He's got a um a, a ledgy ledger of all the ships that have come in and come out. Where are you going? Come back here, you. I, I can't do this whole thing myself. It's only a two hour movie. You do that to me all the time. No, you don't. Well do I try not to. I don't think it's professional. Sometimes it's for medicinal purposes. Yeah, keep the forfeiture uh Okay, so here's Gabriel's plan, and they're, you know, oh, those no. are the thugs they train to. I'm going to show my, my training is going to come to four. I'm gonna, I'll show it up, and he'll be so happy. Gabriel will be like, you're the best henchman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you a, a, a raise, and I'm making you yeah. top hench guy. Top hench guy. You get to stand to the left of me. Yeah, you boss around the other henches. Just stand to the left to me. You heard and the boss. You heard the. That's right. You heard yeah. the boss. Let's go and like tell him do new policies in which they can sometimes have a hench woman. Uh huh. Take your hench daughter to work day. Right. Take your hench daughter to work. What's your uh -oh. daughter's name? Hench regard. <laughs> Tension is my podcast. All right, the pool is now closed. <laughs> it's adult swim. 
Those are okay. Well, so underwater. Yeah, they're yeah. That's about as good as the computer graphics are gonna get. It really or feels like cool. Well, he's just waiting. Yeah, they're waiting to steal the diamonds. And he goes, I gave them the tools. Now they have to finish the job. They should be arriving right about now. Now look how Modesty's being treated. Not in a cell, right? She's sipping right. brandy with her diamondy, with her goldy things on. There it is. There it is. That is the Tiboria. Oh, Roger. John Connors. <laughs> when, he, when he turns to the left, almost all the way, his profile. John Connery. But if he looks to the right, George Lazard. No, it's, it's that guy. What's his name? Tell me. Roger I Moore. don't even know. The, um... Oh, I'm getting aroused. Look, they're siphoning <laughs> gas. To insert. Okay. Aboria. What that is essentially is it's kind of like an airlock kind of device. And so they can go under it and like enter without being known. And only Willie will go in. So he's the one in the little capsule there, see? Right. So it's like a faux airlock. They're going to seal it, drain out all the water, open the hatch, and without, you know, they'll just go in. That this scene propelled that ship to fame. I'm telling you, that I was so falling asleep to that. It was so serene. I first saw a scene like that in that movie Blade. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. So the bladed blade. You know that modesty that, blade. That was a modesty blade. That was a that was the, a a real fan of that ship. A real fan. Real right. fan. Okay, so now. Um, well, slowly Zod is coming in. I would have to make the circle a little bigger. <laughs> no, it's a hatch. It's an oh, existing has... hatch. And they yeah. just air dock to it. That's the way they snuck in. She Look is... how Odyssey's being treated. She has a magnifying glass. She's I know. contributing to the conversation. She's no prisoner. Well, she has to sign an NDA. That's why she has to read the fine print. Man, this is a lot of work. So what's the music? Is it like spy caper music? Let's listen. Let me get home. Not now, you stupid. A bear from the ocean. Leave it up. Let, listen to him. Don't gulp them all down at one go. He's like loving that someone's going to die. And he goes, you must learn to sip your pleasures. Don't gulp them all down in one go. It's pretty cool. So excited about somebody's gonna die. All right, anchors away. You can tell they're so. Are they still in Amsterdam? They are. I, I just saw the flag. It looks like. I don't know anything. Let you me can look see at these locations for a second, and we'll guess. I already told you about his Sicily, Italy, Gabriel's Fortress. Right. Um, Amsterdam, you get that. Naples, that's the Italian seaside. That might be where we are. London, England, of course. Right. Um, 
the tallest building in Amsterdam, Amsterdam, more Amsterdam. Interiors were shot at Shepherd Studios in Surrey, England. The Ritz, Piccadilly, London, UK. I noticed yeah. it. I recognize it all. Oh, he's gone. They didn't do the thing where they open the door just as the hatch is being closed. Yeah. Remember uh, uh, Costello opening the door? We thought he was going to smash into it. Yeah, right. He just puts his hand on the handle and opens it. It's a fish! That indicates, you know, the fish didn't come from nowhere. Somebody brought it in by mistake. It could Wait be a, a minute. Pile. The diamonds aren't on the big water at all. They're on the party boat. They're on that, you know. So Gabriel is on that ship with uh, nuts and fruit, right? Right. He goes, you're cargoing fruit. And then Fonzie goes, he's a nut. He goes, all right, it's enough with the It's all right. You should have seen it. I should have told you to turn it up. But cool. um, they're realizing Gabriel must be on that boat and not the um, um, the Tyborea. But the diamonds are on the Tyborea. So guess what? He stole the diamonds. Okay? And now Gabriel has two prisoners. And they're back at the fortress in Sicily. Right. The old Big Rock. I don't get this guy's gag. He's like, like... He's the one henchman who's not see him right there. Yeah. And all the rest of them are like tough or they're those pretty boys, you know. And he's the one like they're making him do push-ups and he's like, blah, blah. you know, he came up from the scuba diving and he was like, <laughs> I guess that's his gag. He doesn't fit with the other guys. I guess. All this pop art like painting. And it's 66, so it's very, yeah. it's a look, look of a film. He's being oh. insulted. Are they getting married or is this karaoke night? <laughs> no, neither. They are getting uh, sort of like thrown into, he's going to offer her now to partner with him. Then when she says no, it's like throw him to the, they're going to put him in prison. Zod, it's Zod. Yeah. Oh, don't, you don't want to be in prison with Zod. <laughs> he he used to have great T-shirts. He would say, "I Zod." I Zod. Yeah, he sure. On his T-shirt everywhere. It was everywhere. Polo. Okay, they won't. He won't join me. So throw them in their prisons and make sure they're in separate dungeons. You know, uh, now this is weird. Yeah. Like, the prison is like psychedelic. Look at that. Right. Yeah. There's no bed, there's no water, there's no toilet, but there is wallpaper there. And a staircase. Yeah. So obviously, the staircase is the way out. I mean, why do you have a staircase in a prison? So she will use the staircase. Such a weird film. Well, yeah, the staircase seems weird to be in there. I guess that's the whole point of it. Okay, time to take the staircase if you can't find a way out. Well, what is that? 
he, her eyeball recognized the staircase. It's so well, it was nothing. he's spying on her. He's gonna like seduce him and get free. You'll see. So she climbs up the stairs yeah. to see where it leads. She finds herself a key. Oh, so she got to unlock her handcuffs. Why? Somebody gave it to her as a present or something? It had her name on it. I don't it, know. It looks like she's on the set of laughing. I don't know, Artie. What do you get? <laughs> All right. So she's going to escape now. Oh, look. Oh, but, no, right in the lion's den. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And he knows it. Now, why did he throw her in a prison? So she could climb up to his apartment. Hello, Modesty. Oh, that's not what I want at all. Look at all those buttons. I think one is for like a soda. Uh, okay, so he's talking to this French interviewer, our director, joining the Communist Party, right? I had a feeling that I was being useless in Hollywood, and then I've been cut off from New York activity, and I felt my existence oh. was unjustified. It was kind of a Hollywood guilt that led me into the type of commitment as joining the Communist Party. Um, his name was mentioned by two witnesses before the Un-American Activities Commission in the spring of 51. His attorney suggested arranging a deal to, you know, testify in, pro in secret. Instead, he just left the country. And right. He just went to Europe. And they scrambled to get him a subpoena, but they were too late. So oh, he, right. he returns to the States in 52, and he was unemployable. After a month, there was no way he was trying to find work. So he, he left for Europe again, for England. He didn't come back for 12 more years. Okay, so now he, he's seducing the henchman, who's the pretty boy, and she'll get out unbeknownst to Gabriel. I, 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 it's a weird film. Little roll in the hay. Oh, this is it. The little spice. Oh, did she kill him? Yeah, or knocked him out. What by choking him to death? Or I choking guess. With the thing, it's not around his esophagus. It was the back of his. The neck. back of the head. Yeah. I have an itch in the back of my neck. And so now she's going, she's going up again. When will she realize? Oh, she's. She's unlocking herself. She has the key, his key, perhaps. Carl, did, did your nose go on strike? Because I saw you pick it. Oh. You can pick your nose and you can pick your friends, but you can't what? Pick your friend's nose. Right, but like, have you ever thought about that? Like, says who? I mean, it's physically possible you could do it. Like, two, if he was consenting. Yeah, I thought that too before I lost all my friends. Two consenting as adults explore an orifice. It's not unprecedented. Oh, someone's going to get hit in the head, bong. That's right. And she's going to put on that twitch. garb. And now she is the organist person. Oh, good. Oh, so it's going to be uh, like Sister Act at the end of this. That's her disguise. So damn pretty. Now, look, yeah. here's Gabriel. Dum de dum, dum de dum de dum. Just walks past modesty. 
he locks the door, but I guess he uh, she didn't lock it and he just walked right in. Just escaped so damn easy. Yeah. Trap door to his apartment, seduce the guard, choke him in reverse. There were keys for her, you know, for cuffs. It doesn't make any sense. Now watch He's this. Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Right onto this soft mattress. I know. Oh, I got air. You waved your elbow at me. Again. Gabriel. Yeah. Different parasol color. It, well, he's got more than one. It's got two. He's got a parasol. Welcome back to On the Rooftop with Gabriel. <laughs> My podcast. My podcast. <laughs> I'd say his guest. I'm the cable access of podcasts. By the way, great comedian countdown today, Carl. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks. Look at this. Yuck. Cool. He's a robot. He's an android. Oh, I'm going to go choke myself. I'll be back. How cooperative is that guy? I'll just sleep here. Oh, and we're connected. What exactly is this? Remote control? I'm sorry, Mike. This is the fourth time I've watched this film, and I don't remember. Just a dream. I don't remember. You know what? I must start tuning out by the time I get to this part. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's right. They're making a fake pigeon. What for? To carry a message? Oh, they just put in there. Oh, they get tied to the bird's uh, legs. Now it goes up like a kite. I forgot all about this. I Whoa. don't understand the point of doing it. It's to attract other radio birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, that must be it. They're transmitting. I don't even remember. Okay, now the Sheik shows up again. Right. And he's going to be called by their radio to come save them. We have a telegram for you, sir. Holy shit! Modesty <laughs> needs help. My son. But rally the troops. Rally the troops. Mobilize for war. Yay. Oh, oh no, Carl. I've seen this before. They fire them into the air. Bam, 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 bloody savages. Bam, bam, bam. They didn't do that. sunny out there yeah they do that throughout the film all of the bad guys try to stay out of the sun and then in the end of the film they got the bad guy in the sun this film is quirky man and yeah. why are we checking him out you know probably finance the film <laughs> well, actually it was finance somebody bought the rights and then they had this plan to make um Michael Caine, the star. And in instead, he took Alfie. And Zod was going to take Alfie. Instead, he took this. It's weird, right? In 65, Mim Scala of Scala Brown Agency saw O'Donnell Strip acquired the film rights of the character. Scala had the idea of casting Barbara Steele 
modesty. And Michael Caine is Willie. Uh, Sidney Gellett directing, I don't know. Sold the rights to Joseph Johnny, who, you know, hired Monica Vitland and Joseph Lucy. You know, they were his clients. Right. Kane would ultimately star in Alfie, a role intended for his friend and former flatmate, Michael Zod. Now watch this. This guy's going to get arrowed, but it won't be Modesty's arrows that hits him. When he gets arrowed, look how it, it will come in from the left. It's okay. so weird. That's I don't know if it's intentional. I don't think it is. He's pretending he's in a gunfight. Like he's a henchman who's like being a little kid daydreaming. Gifflow doesn't give a shit about these guys. No. But he he weirdly does, but no. So look, they've made out of his belt, it was like a spy gear, a bow and an arrow out no. of yeah. Weird. Now watch how the arrow will come from the left. It won't be Modesty's arrow. Shoom. Yeah, right. No kidding. Oh, the stage hand got me. The off stage hand got me. We're we're escaping. Looks like a work of the continuity uh, editor. <laughs> Imagine how easy he escaped. That guy, like he punched, he kicked him into the cell, and Willie flipped him onto a soft bed for free. And I like happen to have on my back, like. Homing pigeon to call my father. <laughs> right. Tell him I made it home, okay. Well, actually, where did the pigeon kite come from? It was just, you know, a popular kite. I, we lived by Ocean Beach. We would go down there and bring other kites from the ocean. Like green dolphins. Now, why would Zod need a gun? He's like Krypton. I don't know. You're a real pain in the neck. I don't know if I would be able to just switch uh, this movie right now like that. I'm kind of into the story, even though there's been no puzzles. Get it. Okay, what's he finding? What? Fax machine. Holy cow, it's the diamonds that he stole off the ship. That's it. Perfect. Oh, now he's doing his miming. They're going to lower it on this tower, and the joke will be that Gabriel is oblivious to what's going on. It's now so we're going to fight out with the uh, bodyguard, the, the the psychopath. Oh yeah! Whoa! Look how you're fa- how fashionly dressed you are. Well, she's going to church. Oh, oh, she's not going to church. To repent for all her killings. I can't kill you with that hat. What? Well, she yeah, she throws away their guns, so they'll be in hand-to-hand combat. Look how dumb it is. I know. This is worse than when Phyllis Diller fell in love with, uh, what is it, the spy with the big nose? They started oh, and the dancing fat spy? Across. The fat spy. Yeah. Remember they were dancing across the courtyard? This is just as dumb as that. It really is dumb. What's an exciting fight? Let me choke you from back of your neck. Let me, yeah. I'll rough you in. What? General Zod. Now look how it's around her neck, right? Right. Okay, because that'll play in. Holy shit! Modesty. Oh, right. Okay. Over the thing, and then oh, a 
Do you think he, he knew that? Funny. Gabriel's uh, oblivious. Really? See that dumb? It's the writer's dumb. Oh, uh, garbage. We got a. Yeah, what cycle. do you think that's for? Just to get things down the mountain, but, you know, down the castle without a hassle, but. Oh, it's uh, like we. It's for like recycling and stuff. You put the bottles in there. Wednesday nights for Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday nights. Oh, the bears got into our trough. I'm not going down there to clean it up. Look at modesty dangerously in the fucking thing. I know. In real life. Uh oh, going down? Maybe not. Maybe it's a. Well, I mean, there must be like some swimming pool. Maybe they have like a white uh, studio where they have like a interior. Like the Titanic had like their own pool to shoot in. Maybe. I doubt it. Look at it. That's an interior. Okay, no. so he will now discover uh, his beloved bodyguard, but he won't be remorseful. Oh no. Ah. I told her we should hang out, but I didn't realize. <laughs> Why are you always hanging out? Oh, now he's Look a brat. That. Look at that. Just like that. Isn't that weird? Why do it now? Oh, well, she died. He doesn't have to wear it anymore. She gave me this wig for Christmas, and now that she's dead, I don't have to wear it. Clearly, modesty's a mistake. Yeah, you bumbling idiot! Don't <laughs> tell me that I'm the boss. Yeah, she's gone. Okay, so they're after her, right? But it's all for naught, and they're not going to have a big ending scene in which he is against modesty because the cavalry will come, the sheik will come and save the day. I think it's a weakness of the film. I think the film calls for a final battle between modesty. We won't yeah, get her dad comes and saves the day. Yes, we're not at the end of this movie. The though, this movie goes on forever. I know. I hope we're gonna fit in two hours. I hope I only was under a minute. I've been coherent this whole two hours, haven't I? Mean, other than the puzzle reference. Yes, thank you, Michael. I appreciate your participation in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to be here. This movie just goes on forever, though. That's the problem. Yeah, it does. And the movie was kind of over when the diamonds were. Yeah. But not really, because they had to be given to the sheep. Wow, there's little dust bunnies. These well, are This is nothing like the, the comic strip. Well, I mean, the comics are, they're like, well, we could go on vacation. Yeah. Over the beach. Now, she would be in England. She would be on the grimy street. She'd be meeting contacts. She'd be, uh, you know, wearing Brunette. disguises. It was, it's. Now they joined forces together. Look at what they're doing, like how it's choreographed. Yeah. Stupid. Look, how did he get the up there? And then all of a sudden he's back on the beach. Look, see that? He's on the boat. Yeah, that's weird. How did he get up there? Now he's there. Right. Yeah. Large. 
All right, he's to the rescue. Did they have, Mike, they had horses on their boats? They had horses on their boats. Now yeah, they don't right. have horses anymore. They have boats. But they've already arrived. We saw them on a different day. Right. So weird. But that's it. That's so it seems anticlimactic. Yep. Now we'll have a gag in which his car can't go. Right. Oh, is it Chevy Nova? <laughs> Nova. It was like the Chevy's like, we made a mistake with the name, but we hope our new car's a Chevy uh fish drinker. <laughs> yeah, the Chevy Benito. Yeah. The Chevy No El Ranca. Which the motor won't start. It won't turn over. No El Ranca. <laughs> we were stupid with the Chevy Nova. This is the Chevy No El Ranca. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, there's no sense of danger. Like, right. now what's Now, there? also, we're way back before we're arriving again. Oh, yeah. Now we're back on the horses. Right. Got colored, you know, purple haze. Now this is uh, I I learned about World War Two from this movie. This is D Day. Is yeah. There's Tom Hanks' character. Yeah, he's storming the beach. Now you're, I think we're just getting a joke there because he's doing the books while they're <laughs> fire over there. See, they, he always does it to that dumb one. He was shooting the wrong way. Oh yeah. But why do that now? Whoa, that was definitely a mistake. These horses, like, they're just dropping down. Oh, there's Buster Keenan. <laughs> we saw Son of the Sheik. You remember that? Yeah, sort of, that's yeah. right. That was good. That was considered, like, the one of the first movie sequels. So look, he's having a smoke. Oh, no. Now they're arriving again. Again, they're arriving, and the horses yeah. have been riding up and down the beach. Seriously, where are they riding to? They're up and down the beach. I feel like my brain cells are popping. Like I'm now, getting why stupider. Why do they keep doing that? Jumping on. Look at how they're all laying around. Yeah, like the horses. Why? Oh. Come on, everybody. We'll join the horses in the boat. Oh, but first, let's pose. Are they singing again? Let's fall in love. So. Turn it up. All right, just go turn it up. You missed it. I want to do the sound, but I can't. Well, it takes me a second, Carl. Yeah. When I when I did when I did the when we did the old switcheroo last week, the sound came in cue because I knew exactly when I had to press. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so now you see the like when you want to turn it up, how important it is to be right on the line because you were spot on. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, I get it, Carl. So wow, what's this? Yeah, here comes Sir Gerald, and like that's it. There won't be a final thing with um, uh, Gabriel, except we'll see that he gets his. Right. And but really, this movie called for a scene in which modesty. You know, had a one-on-one -on -one Gabriel and Destiny. Now, does Modesty like get to hook up with a uh, sexy vixen at the end, and the, nope. the government calls? 
Nope. Oh, it seems oh, like Modesty. Uh, okay, watch for Roger. Watch for yeah. uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. It doesn't look like him right now. So yeah. that umbrella had a radio. There he is. For two seconds. Did you see him? First. Yeah, I know. He looks like. There he is. There he is. Sean Connery. Look, look, look. I can't da- believe it. 007. Oh, who are oh. you? Oh, what's this? Okay, she's the bird with yeah, this magic umbrella. Okay, now our film is wrapping up, and he's oh, okay. all the way back in their Arabian country where he's the chief, and they have the diamonds. They're lounging around. He's like, son, what can I give you? I'll give you anything you ask for. What would you like? And she's like, nothing. Okay, the diamonds. I don't know. And then they laugh about it. And she breaks the third wall and looks at you as the film ends. Oh, saying, see you next time. Modesty Blaze will return. Yes. He never does. Even Tarantino didn't do it. Yeah, there was a Modesty Blaze TV show in the 80s. On YouTube, Violet. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I bumped into that when I noticed there weren't any other channels. I didn't get fooled by it because it was a, a, a short length, you know, but. Right. So anyway, we're at the end now. Willie's getting bathed and we find that, you see, he hates the sun. Oh, no. Yeah. Get prize balls. <laughs> they got like a radio play. At least you can listen to yeah. WABC. So Gabriel's getting his WBAI in New York. Right. We're having our fucking fun drive. So that's all you're going to hear all day. Fucking fun drive. Oh, sports radio? First time caller? Long time listener? I'll take my answer off the air. Okay, so there's the diamonds. You see him laying there on the ground? Yeah. Now, why don't you turn up the volume for the end of the film? Sure, tell me when the movie ends. Craftwork. Craftwork. Now, Gabriel will get saved because McWhorter will show up out of nowhere. And, and in a Scottish outfit. Right. Now, Gabriel's saying champagne, champagne, champagne supernova. There's the old gas station moment. Now, what I wanted you to turn the sound up was for this part. I thought we were ending. There you go. Really. Of course she was the diamonds. No, but she wasn't really. Uh-oh. Boy, she's looking right at me, Carl. Oh, I'm hypnotized. Whoa, they just got, I just got cut okay. off. Okay, so we are probably out of time and even off the air, so thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, thank you, guys. We hope you enjoyed Mozzie Blaze. Till next week.
All right, Carl, here's my new theme song. W A F L M O Y T flip 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 L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Welcome back to another great show. Looking forward to it, especially because it's a switcheroo. Yes, today is a switcheroo episode. What are we? Who are we? L-W-A-L-F-L. M-O-Y-T, that stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. We want you to listen to our podcast and watch the movie on mute at the same time. What an experience. And and don't listen to the podcast only. Give me a fucking break. You're missing uh, it. You're missing it. If you're not watching the film with us, what are you listening for? What are you listening for? You're not, you're not seeing. I don't get it. Well, anyway, we... Yeah, uh, <clears throat> If you must check it out on YouTube, then you don't check have it out to on YouTube. Do this we have a YouTube channel. Carl actually syncs the movie. Carl does a lot for hosts, for guests. Oh, I'm going to sync this show. movie. <laughs> yeah, I said this movie. So uh, we are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. And usually, Carl did the theme song. He's going to interview a celebrity comedian today. Uh, and he usually researches the movie, not this episode. We're doing the old switcheroo. Nice. I am tasked for doing research, and shame on me in advance. Uh, <laughs> I love getting a week off, but not if the show suffers. I'll do no, the this show will not suffer. Come okay. on, we're right now uh, broadcasting on MutinyRadio.fm. It is the greatest internet radio station ever. Yeah, that that's one out of San Francisco. There, I drew a line in the sand. The hell with the other ones. And it's all thanks to Bam Benjamin. It really is. Just uh, just had her on as a countdown queen. She was great. Bam Benjamin. Bam right Benjamin. now, she's off in Greece. Athens and she's doing some Grecian Islands, so we are wishing her the best. Yeah, and by the way, we listen to us every week, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We set up a special shows in August. We're revisiting episodes that didn't come out correctly, as well as revisiting movies that we absolutely love. So we'll be playing, right. so, and that's partially because we want Pam to have a good time yes. as our station manager vacationing out of the country in August, and we don't want any trouble. So that, that'll be our August for change. So, Carl, what is the movie today? What the fuck did I just watch? Today we will watch They Might Be Giants, not the music band, not the music band, They Might oh. Be Giants, the movie They Might Be Giants, which is 1971. That's what you put in the search engine. They Might Be Giants, 1971. And the ch channel we like is Galahad. Galahad. Kid Galahad. All right. Right. If you well, had a party, a gala last night at Galahad. Oh, you, I like that. You didn't go with the gal I had. You went a different direction. Yeah. If I was in my 20s, I probably would have gone with the gal I had. 
Well, you know, during attendance, they'll say Galahad, and I go, presents. <laughs> Want a maker here? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll save the jokes uh, for later, and we will. We prefer this version. It's five minutes less, and there are some uh, ver different versions out there. Yeah. But this is HD, my friend. It's the a really good we quality. Like is Galahad. Fine Galahad. Galahad. So it you'll see, like, you director. Yeah, there's there's other uh, videos of it, but this one I think is a cleaner cleaner version. It doesn't do that weird bootleg bigger image than should be on the screen. You know when things get cropped out. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're trying yeah. to get away with having that, we don't do that. We just take the copyright violation. Just Listen, take it. it's in our title of our show on YouTube. It's right. on YouTube. If you have a problem, talk to YouTube. Don't talk to us. Right. We, Why we're are you just giving me a copyright just, violation. You're yeah. watching it on your station. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't blame the maggots. Blame the rotted meat. Ooh. Bingo. Bingo. Okay. So on. we want you to go ahead, click the link, and hit pause, uh, and then move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We have a great segment coming up. Carl has talking, spoken to a celebrity comedian who will do our countdown. And when you hear go, press go. We'll see you in a bit. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Tim Rager. Welcome, Tim. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good to be here. Now, Tim, you and I have been knowing each other out there on the comedy scene for a while, but you're kind of new to comedy. Like, how, how many years you got under your belt here? Uh, two years and, like, I say two and a half years. It's like six months and three days or something. <laughs> <laughs> in our like little you know niche here, that's really quite new. Yeah, so, yeah. One time you filled in for me as the host at Scotty's, and <clears throat> the way I got that to happen was not that I recommended you to the Booker Dean. It's that you're already regularly a host at a comedy club yeah. down called. Uncle Vinny's down the shore. Tell tell me yeah. about that. Tell me how you got in yeah. there and when you're there. Uh, I actually, so I don't, I don't actually know the whole story of how I got in. Um, <laughs> it's kind of this thing where there, I, I think there's two ways. So um, first of all, like comedy is something that like I take very seriously. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so weird to say like. Yeah, making <laughs> people giggle is, like, the thing that I'm obsessing about. But uh, I had a show that was booked by Elazar Guzman. Right. That Bob Levy was on. Uh-huh. It was in my hometown. So, like, half the crowd was my family. And then the other half the crowd was other comics' family. Right, gotcha, gotcha. So I had this show, and, like, it was in the middle of the pandemic, and, like, nobody was taking comedy seriously, really, at that point. And I was like, I'm going to crush. So I had this juiced audience, and Bob Levy saw me, and I, I did well. I, I did not great, but I did well. And uh, I think he recommended me. The oh, other possibility, yeah, the other possibility is that um, one of the other hosts, I did his podcast, and he was just nice enough to be like, hey, this kid's kind of funny. <laughs> so either way, it was a recommendation. You're just not sure who. You got two yeah. suspects. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, when are you down there? It's a regular Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like this, right? Yeah, so the club's open actually Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, we kind of rotate right now. Uh, it's between, there's four of us. Uh, so it's Joe Weber, another funny guy, Terry Costa, super funny, Aaron Wahlberg, and me. And we kind of rotate through it. Uh, this month, I'm going to be hosting for Joey Diaz, which uh-huh. my mind is blown. <laughs> Rich Voss, another yeah. comic. Uh, Adam Ferrara, and I'm blanking. Uh, I told myself I wouldn't blank. That I would remember them all, but I am going. Oh, Vic Dibedetta. Okay, and we all know him as well. So, wh- what town is Uncle Vinny's in? He's in Point Pleasant. It's, uh, okay. it's on Ar- Arnold Ave, I think. Do you know your schedule in August? Because, you know, we're coming up on that month. If you know which yeah. day of the week you'll be there, we'll let people know. Yeah, I have no clue for August yet. <laughs> um, gotcha. We we take comedy very seriously. It's just <laughs> not our schedule. <laughs> so, um, you mentioned Aaron Wahlberg, but but is also a co-host of a podcast you do called Bravo Bites, and I think yes. you refer to the TV channel Bravo. So, wh- yes. why don't you bring us up to speed there about that pad- podcast? What's the premise? Where people can find it? All right, so it's on YouTube. We pretty much just go straight to YouTube with everything. Uh, we were doing audio and video, but people barely watch the videos. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's so we we watch a couple Bravo shows, and we do it like once every two to three weeks, and we take edibles and then discuss Bravo TV. Uh, it's, it's enhanced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun because you don't realize like how much little things of life that reality TV show picks up on, and then we kind of take it from there. I always joke time. that we're yeah, we're like Andy Cohen. We're just like pointing out drama and then relating it back to our lives. Perfect. So, th- what is the channel name on YouTube? It's Bravo Bites. Bravo Bites. And it's B-I-T-E-S. Okay, gotcha. All right. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about was your great persona and how it meshes wrong with your name, (laughs) Tim Rager. I mean, you are certainly not enraged. You know, you get up there and you're low key. So tell me about the origin of this name and your the pronunciation (laughs) of your real name. How do we get here? So it's technically my real name. Yeah. My real name is Tim Rager. Spelled exactly the same. Yeah. But uh, the first open mic I ever went to, Susan Labonte was hosting. Yes. And uh, it was one of those things like uh, I'd been thinking maybe I go with Rager because it was like a nickname in like college when I would drink a lot. People Perfect. would call me the Rager. <laughs> uh, so she asked me. At the end, I didn't sign up. Not that I was too scared. But then after watching the four people go up, I was like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> she was like, does anybody want to go? What's your name? And then like in that moment, I was just like, Tim Rager. 
Every time I've always announced you, I've always used that. You know, he's he's furious. He's furious. Here he comes. And then you get up there and go, hi. hi. You know, it's perfect. It's a great persona, great yeah. name for the persona. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's like, I, I really like subverting expectations. Uh, because if you see the name Rager, obviously you think of this guy in Angry Comics. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I'm really, like, even in my life, I'm never really angry. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so how do people, Tim Rager, R-A-G-E-R, how do people find you out there on the internet, on social media? We know Bravo Bites YouTube channel. Um, yep. uh, how else can people connect with you? So I am, uh, uh, the only other social media I have is Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg does not want me in the metaverse, apparently. He said, no, thank you. Understood. Um, uh, on Instagram, I'm Tim Rager. And uh, on Twitter, it's at uh, Timothy Rager. Timothy. I believe. Uh, You've got just, a great routine yeah. about Timothy not being the best name. I love oh, that routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, it was so funny because I loved comedy growing up. So I was watching a lot of comedy from the 80s, early 90s. And every time anyone's talking about a little boy, something terrible happens to him. It's always little Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> I Tragic. was like, this, yeah, I was just like, I guess I'm not going to make it to be an adult. <laughs> it's not going to work out. And it makes sense. You were aptly named. And, <laughs> and then there was the South Park. Tell us about you. You didn't know about the South Park. Tell us about that. So, uh, like, growing up, we, we, like weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons when it came out because it was too graphic. Uh, so we didn't have cable for the longest time. And I honestly think if the TV antennas were still where they were when I was growing up on top of the Twin Towers, I, I think if that didn't happen, my parents still wouldn't have cable. Have rabbit ears to this day. Yeah. So... I never saw South Park. The only cable I ever watched was like at a friend's house after school. We'd watch MTV, and yeah. I like wouldn't be allowed to tell my parents that I did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the one day I just like people are like Timmy, Timmy. I was like, what? <laughs> Who is this? Kid? Like I'm Timmy, <laughs> not Timmy. <laughs> you thought you were the popular kid all of a sudden. Yeah. You had a, a catchphrase, right? Walking yeah. into school, Timmy. And then, then I saw the episode. I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> okay, so Tim Rager, R-A-G-E-R, out there on Twitter and Instagram. Timothy Rager at Twitter and Tim, Tim Rager at Instagram. Uh, everybody at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same moment that we do. We're all going to press play at the same time in the studio and at home. So why don't you go ahead, Tim Rager, and give us that Celebrity Comedian Countdown. All right, here we go. And three, two, one, go. I find it ironic that they have the copyright uh, warning on, on the beginning of this YouTube video, just what we're talking about. <laughs> now, Carl, this movie is from 1971. You're going to see it's going to have a G rating. I have a list of the other 20 movies in 1971 that came out with a G rating. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, ah. uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Escape from the Planet of right. the Apes, Fiddler on the Roof, Out of Frame of Fig with Don Knox, 
Man and Boy, starring Bill Cosby from the Civil War. Okay, cheese. Star Spangled Girls supports your local gunfighter, the Andromeda Strain, the Barefoot Executive, the Boyfriend with Twiggy, uh, Day of the Wolves, Million Dollar Duck, The Resurrection of Zachary Wheeler, with Leslie Nielsen as a reporter, The Tender Warrior with Dan Haggerty, They Might Be Giants, Toklat, The Grizzly Bear, Animated Pinocchio, Who Says I Can't Ride a Rainbow, and uh, there's another stupid title, Rub It In. So this is very common. You know, the, the, Rated oh. G. You're going to get everyone into the theater and make some money here. Okay, so this is all very modern looking. The, the tag on in the beginning, the universal logo, the rated G. It's all very it's some modern edit. I honestly think that uh, uh, Universal at one point, uh, and Warner Brothers does it with their archives, they custom burn a DVD from their catalog. Uh-huh. So if you want a copy of this, they will do it. It's just they didn't mass produce them. They just kind of custom. Uh, so I think this might be a version. Did you notice it's a Newman production? That's yes. Paul Newman. Oh, Paul Newman. Look how moderate, uh, look how quality the video is here. You said it was HD before, right? Yeah, it looks great. And do you notice the split uh, credits for the before the titles? Dorsey yes. Scott on the left side and Joanne Woodward. Yes. Joanne Woodward married Paul Newman. Uh, uh-huh. They're famous back in the 50s. So they... Um, a little partnership she, here. There's John Barry. There's a lot of stony, you know, names in this john barry the composer james goldman uh this is based on his play from 10 years prior uh and anthony the music harvey is um very good with this play or this yeah i think the music is very very good oh it's very good yeah absolutely who did the music john barry oh that's very good very good very high okay this is blevins b-l-e-v-n <laughs> And we start right off. You recognize that face. He's been in like Kojak George and shit like C. that. Scott. Look at that photo. Look at that leer. I would love to pose. I'd be like, okay, sure. Get on my lap. We'll have to take a photo for the movie. Hey, Grandpa Al Munster. Now, Grandpa Al Munster, Al Lewis, I know him growing up from his Italian restaurant in Greenwich Village. Very, very cool. He was very active on WBAI the Pacifica in New York. And he was always an activist in, in in New York City. Well, he wasn't he like a mentor or something like that. Like he, uh, I used to read Spy magazine in the eighties and nineties, and he was always a subject. Like they would always bring up Al, and he loved the attention. And they had a segment yeah. called "Separated at Birth," and Al Lewis was graced the cover with Tamma Jankowitz, the uh, the novelist, because they both looked alike. Tell me what's saying, going on. Hey, he's saying, listen, I'm just no. the messenger. That's Rue McCallahan uh, from uh, no, wait, wait, wait. He, he, This man at the desk saw pictures of George C. Scott with a woman, right? No, let's back up. Okay. That is George C. Scott's brother. His name is Bevins. His okay. name is Justin. He thinks he's Sherlock Holmes. Bevins just got a blackmail package from Al Lewis. The mess- I'm just a messenger. I just want my money. I, I, I'm, not, I'm just a messenger. So we're setting up. Now, who walks in? It's so embarrassing to get like a blackmail photo when your wife and your brother are right there, right? So he's saying, not a penny, never, not a cent, not getting any kind of, not getting 20 grand. He's, he's like, saying what that the fuck for his doing? brother as a crazy yeah. person who is Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, and now check out Rue. This entire movie, she's just in on the joke. Like, you could just tell the way she's 
He loves Sherlock Holmes. Look how what a gentleman he is. So she so gave, he's giving money to to Al. That's it. Bye, Al Lewis. Okay. He goes back to the basement. Forever? He's not in the film anymore. I don't know. This oh, movie. What a nice cameo! Now, why do I know her face?